Welcome to Everything is Cancelled. It's a podcast where we put together things that will help you during this uh, difficult period. It's hosted by me, Desi, and Fafa. Hi, hi. I hope everyone's doing really well. Uh, today, we racked our brains over really what we want to talk about because we're starting to think that we're running out of topics. Maybe. Yeah, I can't believe we don't know what to say to each other anymore. I know, it's pretty crazy, actually. It's like all the memes... I mean, with all the confidence when we started the podcast and we said, like, we can talk about anything and Yeah, we've everything. been talking to each other for, like, how old are you now? I'm nearly 28. Yeah, we've been talking to each other 29. for 28 years of your life. I don't remember how old I am now. Dude, I talked to you when you were in mom's belly, like, before you were born. Yeah. I can't believe we're running out of topics now. What the heck? <laughs> so anyway, so we decided today that like whenever we feel stuck, like I think just like everyone else, like we watch feel good, hilarious, funny, dramatic reality shows. So we're going to talk about the reality shows that defined our early childhood. And then we're going to talk about, you know, in the middle, like finding what reality shows that works. So I think that was like when reality shows were something that was like really everyone watched. So then just every single topic, there was a reality show about it. Yeah. And then recently, like the recent reality shows that we love. Yeah. So let's start with our early life. So the first thing that I remember, like literally, if if I rewind my brain, the first thing I remember is watching Benteng Takeshi, aka Takeshi's Castle. I don't know who who says Takeshi Castle because I just remember being in Indonesia when I was like <laughs> four years old and it's watching watching Benteng Takeshi, which is a game show. Yeah, we were in primary school. Yeah. And so for many maybe Westerners who've never watched uh, Takeshi's Castle, uh, the premise is super easy. I feel like there is an English version or a Western version of this game, but mm-hmm. I just we were we weren't able to like find one online. Yeah. What it was. But the premise is that they have these amateur, highly uncoordinated Japanese participants participants both male and female and they have to go through like multiple obstacle courses obstacle courses that even like ninja warrior guys would like shudder at okay these are like some hard shit and like if you fail in one obstacle course most likely which is the most hilarious part you will get thrown into a pit of like dirty water like like muddy water and that shit was amazing (laughs) and it was amazing because I think on top of just like the obstacle course like people who are genuinely very earnestly trying to get through the obstacle course they also make them dress up in like outfits weird yeah weird costumes with like all kind of you know very very stereotypical Japanese TV mm-hmm. shows and the hosts were also pretty hilarious yeah. so Takeshi Castle definitely one of my favorite shows and really it it probably way better than Ninja Warrior and whatever endurance shit that we're all taking very too seriously now that shit was the best I think that also defined a lot of Indonesians lives I feel like a lot of Indonesians our age like that defined their life yeah and I wonder know? if it's still on even I feel like <laughs> I, I, I would know. like to think it's still on I've never even googled that shit because there was no google you know you just watch <laughs> it and you just accepted how stupid it is you know yeah but it's awesome so then I think we moved on to MTV like obviously uh, MTV had a lot of reality shows at that time uh, I think the earliest one we remember watching together was Super Sweet 60 yeah Sweet 60 I think the only thing that drew me first to Super my Super Sweet 16 was yeah. like the fact that Hilary Duff like soundtrack uh, the soundtrack the thing <laughs> it was awesome because I was team Hilary Duff in like the team Hilary Duff versus Lindsay Lohan yeah. feud and if no one okay if people younger than us are listening to this podcast there was a feud once between Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff 
because someone apparently they didn't even fight okay by the way it's probably just the fans (laughs) fine the fans fought because someone was you know thought aaron carter liked one or the other oh my god and now it's like please no one just be with aaron carter because he's a weirdo what he has a podcast he's a weirdo he has a podcast i feel like he's he's doing fine is he weird? Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Okay, so basically Sweet 16, I just love when I see all spoiled kids, you know, expecting uh, white Range Rovers and then they don't <gasps> <Classic>. get it. <laughs> oh my god, classic. I totally forgot about the white Range Rovers. Uh, so I just, you know, I think it was just expected in every Sweet 16 that they get a car. Yeah. Right? Like a f- lavish car. And they're absurdly ugly, ugly ass haircuts and ugly clothes. Yeah. So the next one that again defined our school years, I think when we were about to graduate high school, was Laguna Beach. Oh my god. Also another Hilary Duff soundtrack. That's true. That's true. Oh my god. She was main bank. So Laguna Beach defined our entire teenage life. And I think it defined yours more than mine. Because I think it's time to confess this. Oh, for me, for me, Laguna Beach was awesome. I don't even know why I watched it because I hate like real life drama. Like in yeah. real life, in school, I'm that kid who like looks at stupid drama and yeah. like walk away from yeah, it. Yeah, you are like that, yeah. But it was good to like watch it on TV and like sort of experience it in different ways. Yeah. And somehow rather, um, as Fafa mentioned, like, and I feel like I've already told the story, so it's not really a confession. No, I've just told confession multiple right people it's already. Right I actually, like, I was in the prom committee and then like all things in my life uh, someone suggested i give like one of the speeches like to, to the inter- graduates to the graduates like as like i don't even know why i don't know why maybe i just i gave a speech dude oh sorry i'm totally underqualified i have no idea why did they asked me to do that but i basically just plagiarized the shit no okay like the, so Kristen the... cavallari's speech yeah so basically you were like you were like uh, you were like, okay, like, what should I say? Like, hey, I have to do the speech. What should I say? And I was like, bro, did you see Laguna Beach graduation? It was epic. And then, like, so I, so we rewatched it, and it was like, oh my god, yes. So I basically encourage you to plagiarize <laughs> the Laguna Beach speech, and then you said it at your prom. Yeah, there was a bit about like how Starbucks is like the amount of Starbucks don't matter because we were all oh, like friends or some fuck? bullshit like vapid <laughs> shit like that. But it was awesome and i think i i feel like i've told lots of people in mm-hmm. my circles once but now that i am in this new group of mm-hmm. my high school friends on whatsapp maybe mm-hmm. i should be telling them these things oh. i don't know what do you think yeah i think it's been what like a decade yeah as so if they would remember that I they would, would be like that. what you give a speech i don't remember yeah. i just remembered how i look like yeah yeah like you always said this everyone just thinks about themselves they don't think about other people that's right so, yeah and so yeah Anyway, so the next uh, reality show uh, that I think this is me. This is this was mine on MTV. Like I love this. This was my entire college life. Was Jersey Shore from the first episode of Jersey Shore? I freaking loved it so much. Drama. I don't even know why because there was so much drama in my life as well. Why do I even like to watch drama when I have so much drama in my life? But I love it. I love it. I love Snooki. I freaking love her. I love all the stupid fights that they get into. And I don't know, just sure. I just love it. It defined my college life. And they recently had a reunion, uh, which is obviously kind of hella boring because they're like their parents and they don't they've gone to rehab and stuff like that so i think they were trying to force like the jersey shore you know like culture again but then i don't know i just love them they're so endearing 
and then the one we watched together was ANTM. So ANTM, I think, started the whole like fashion modeling reality show, reality show like kind of thing. Project Runway is after yeah. ANTM, right? Yeah, I agree. And really brought fashion from like just magazines to like actual mm. TV. Although obviously the premise and a lot of things are problematic, I still think like watching the transformation videos, mm, like oh the, my God. you know when they all go into the salon and yeah, have it's like different third haircut. episode. Yeah, and then they all have to have different hair. Yeah, and it's like everyone crying, breaking down because there's they always someone that would like have no hair. Like they would, <laughs> they would make them bald and it would freak them the fuck oh out. And I never understood this because I'm the kind of person that like didn't really care what would happen to my hair mm. and i feel like a lot of people i know especially girls uh, yeah i would care yeah they, they would cry if like the, the haircut was like just a little bit shorter than normal yeah. and so for me i think it was particularly enjoyable for some reason when people have different haircuts but also it means like there are lots of people that never realized they had better yeah hair. If, they, if they could have better hair they would look different could that's happen true. also through hair. they're also models by the way like they have to look different all the time right yeah that's true but yeah yeah okay so then in uh like in our late teens and early 20s we decided to you know look at what is what are the options out there uh and i think the one I, I only just found out actually like only when we were reunited back like you know in the middle of our 20s is that you watch say yes to the dress yeah that's so strange desi like what yes i love it i don't know i feel like i can't remember when was the first time i watched say yes to the dress maybe I'm, I'm trying to think now maybe it was my second or third year of uni and by the way this is also the time when jersey shore was like all mm. the hype so oh, okay. i was in the dorms and like everyone would would gather at whatever time Jersey Shore was like on and people would watch it but then like there's this other group of people like mm. me who are just like this Jersey Shore thing is stupid <laughs> but we would turn on like TLC and watch like Say Yes to the Dress and I watched this like with both guys and girls for some reason and the thing is because it's just very wholesome like what? it's just a wholesome episode of like two or three girls who like their objective is to find a dress and the thing that they would hate about the dress is like something so innocuous and then in the end everyone will win because they just get the dress that they want like it's very rare that no one would get a dress and that's and when I'm describing it it sounds so it sounds so simple but it's because it's so simple because it's so drama-less that's true and like I don't really have an opinion over like what kind of dress that you know looks mm. good on anyone but I just wanted to see like the reaction of people and actually I think it's a show that kind of discourages too much drama so whenever they have like an evil stepmother there would be people there that would mediate between the conversation oh uh, yeah that's so true, like that's the, true. The, the people who, who work there yeah. yeah the people who work there in uh, I can't remember what it's called Kleins or whatever in New York like yeah. apparently where, where they shoot all of these say yes to the dress shows like so they diffuse the situation instead of like antagonizing further which is what most reality shows do mm. this is like a very wholesome like Everyone needs to get along. Yeah, Yeah, happy ending. So I feel like I love Say Yes to the Dress. And shout out to all my friends who know that I watch it because it's fucking awesome. And you should just try it. Strange. And I think speaking to like the more alternative like um, shows that are not, you know, Jersey Shore type of shows, I also really like watching like Air Crash Investigation. Oh my god, no, I'm not. I don't want to watch that. Um, and this is similar to this like it's it's a str- it's like a stressful situation but like I love how it's very simple and it's like you know you already know the ending like the ending is that unfortunately everyone died or unfortunately yeah. it crashed yeah. but it was really good at like breaking down about what happened and like there would be different experts that would talk about stuff yeah. uh, that related to like the air crash investigation and I would like always like, whenever we flip through TV and there's air crash mm. investigation I will for sure watch it until the end and oh I would even God. rewatch 
the the same episode so i know like what air crash shows there are oh it's so scary yeah so that's that's on me i think and uh there are two other ones that we're talking about in this Mm -hmm. era and the first one i think i share it with you for Mm -hmm. sure because we watched this you you recommended this show to me first yeah so i never watched it before is it scam city yeah oh yeah so basically i think i found this like you know flipping through tv and then i was just like you know like sometimes when i stretch on my yoga mat i need to watch something on tv or on my laptop and then i just found the scam city i think i like those like um those like shows that are like oh it's like real life uh people uh being scammed or whatever right so but scam city i think it's great because the host actually goes to the city and gets scammed like he, he sets like, up so, so basically like you know instead of like hey there's people who got scammed in this city and that city and whatever he actually like puts himself through the whole situation so that he knows how it works yeah you know uh because uh yeah so he puts himself in that situation and it's freaking scary because like he goes out there and tries to get pickpocketed or he goes out there and tries to like meet like mafias and shit you know yeah, yeah. so i think that's i don't even know why i like that because it sounds very anxiety inducing yeah but i think it's sort of uh again because you know i have anxiety so whenever i travel i would like to know these information in order for <laughs> me to like to like no to not get pickpocketed and stuff so it's more like you having control and yeah. you know like i think the best thing about this show also i would say it's like a precursor to if you ever watch vice and all their vice documentaries yeah. on their website and on mm-hmm. their youtube like basically it's the same premise which is like you have really good reporters mm-hmm. um going yes. out there and yes. investigating something but then you investigate it from a first person perspective yeah and the best part is similar to vice documentaries they do actually interview the the kind of you know quote unquote criminals like mm. the guys who are taking who are scamming yeah. the guys who are like you know selling drugs or whatever it yeah. was and i felt like that's why like the formula of scam city worked it was a precursor to these kind of like real life investigation documentary yeah that's true yeah. i agree yeah yeah, yeah. and it, one fun fact that we found out while we were like looking this <gasps> up oh was God. colin woodward who is the host of scam, the host city. Of scam city was married to phoebe waller bridge the phoebe waller bridge i was shook and during the period of when, in which Scam he was City. he was filming Scam City he was probably married to her and that <gasps> freaked me out and I love it I love that fun fact. Okay, so do you have any other shows that you watch in this like weird era like in your 20s like early 20s? Yeah, I think one thing that I would also want to recommend to people and I feel not m- that many people watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. Back again because this was also the time when it was just on TV and we didn't really watch a lot of stuff on the internet was how it's made. Like how it's made again is one of those like the thing that I like about it is we know like what the ending looks like. Yeah. They were like, this is how we made our pencils, and then like you know, and then you look at them like sharp shave, uh, shaving shaving down the wood, and like here's the lead, and like put it all together, and then they tell you like all the like information about what could go wrong. I love how it's made. I feel like process videos like these give me a lot of joy. You're such a Virgo. Yeah, you're such a Virgo. So okay, what is the recent uh, reality shows that you have loved that we have loved together? Well, definitely the first one that we've watched together is Queer mm. Eye. Yeah, Queer Eye, love it. Love transformations. Uh, 
I was kind of afraid that you wouldn't like it, but then you actually liked you actually liked it. Yeah, I feel like the hosts are very relatable, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I feel like half of the show is actually not necessarily the stories and the transformation. Yeah, Squad transformation is awesome, but I feel like because they got the right group of people mm, together. Yeah. Uh, it, the, by the way, this is Queer Eye in um, Netflix, like the newest yeah. version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's why I like what Queer, Queer Eye. Like you can actually pick like it's like a boy band. You can kind of pick your. <laughs> that's so true. And then like you know go with it, and then that's fifty percent of the formula, and fifty percent of other formula is the very sad stories and yeah. very touching stories. So who's your favorite Queer Eye? Bobby. <laughs> and it's not just because he's a Virgo. Because he gets shit done. Like That's he has so less airtime. Doesn't talk too much. Yeah, there's so many memes about like yeah. you know he has only two seconds of yeah. airtime and then he makes an entire house. And I'm philosophically opposed to your favorite. Well, Anthony. no, actually, maybe your favorite. Yeah, Anthony. Anthony? Yeah, I'm phys- I I feel like he doesn't do much. Well, he. Is- how is he gonna teach normal people how to like make like freaking, you know, beautiful whatever kind of food? Nope, he's still pretty useless. Oh my god. Okay, so the last show that I want to talk about is... Which has defined, like, my whole life. I think, like... Lately. late Yes, re- as a reason. But mm. I think if I'm, like, 100 years old and you ask me what's my favorite show, it's gonna be RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, I love makeup sh- stuff, right? Yeah. But then when I started watching Drag Race, I was like, oh my god, like... This opened up a whole new world for me. I love drag queens and then I love performance. There's like everyone, drag queens need to be like, they need to know how to perform. They need to know how to like um, do comedy. They need to know how to dance and all that kind of stuff. Like there's so much pressure on them. And I think it opened up my eyes to like how the LGBTQ community, Mm. like what they go through and all that kind of stuff. You know, behind all this like beautiful, fabulous drag makeup and you know, uh, their real issues, their outfits. There's real issues that they talk about. I love that. You know, it's not so like I think as of recent, it's not as dramatic, and it just mostly shows the talent that people have. I think in the earlier shows, it was more about you know the queens like fighting each other, but then now it's more about like everyone just trying to do better uh, in terms of like their talent, trying to work harder. Yeah, you know, and I think. As of recent, they started showing different kind of drags. Like there is, for example, in the newest season, there is um, a queen. Uh, her name is Crystal Method, and she's just so weird. Like she always wears costumes. She looks like a cat, or she looks like a freaking monster. Like so, I think I just like that weird stuff. Um, that she, you know, like they're embracing all different kinds of drags. So I love it. They have different um, uh, versions. So there's the recent one that is a celebrity one. Mm. So they sort of like get normal civilians quote unquote to do drag who's never been has never done drag and they they do drag so i really love that uh yeah so this whole this whole universe of rupaul's drag race i just love it uh and i am trying to learn to do my own drag makeup Mm. i just bought a few face paint i bought a few wigs and all that kind of stuff because i've always wanted to be a drag queen and then i just learned that there is such thing called bio queen which is like if you're a girl Mm. and then you become a drag queen it's called bio queen so yeah excited awesome so i hope amongst all the different shows the really stupid ones that you know in hindsight always i think the thing with reality shows are some of them are in hindsight actually not that great because they're like politically incorrect Mm -hmm. but they're also still like entertaining elements and there are elements of these all the shows that we talked about that might appeal to you um yeah so i think for me that's that's the awesome conclusion yeah love reality shows 
Okay. Well, so, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't watch it as regularly anymore, for sure. Like, yeah, it's only when it's on TV. Okay, so I feel like we can talk about this forever, but we have to cut it right here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you all take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.